Shameless Media. No matter who you are, where you live, what you do for work, how rich or broke you might be, you're carrying around a secret. We all are. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Beside me, as always, is producer Justine Landis-Hanley. Hello, Justine. Good morning, Annabelle. Good morning. And today, sitting in the co-hosting chair is the fabulous Samantha Andrew. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. (laughs) You're back. I'm stoked to be sharing secrets that are not mine. Yay. (laughs) Sam, (laughs) let's get into the first segment of the show called Spill It. Don't worry, we're not going to get you to spill any secrets. We did enough of that in season one of this show. This segment is all about hearing submissions from our community. So producer Justine jumped on Instagram and asked our listeners, what is the biggest flaw about your partner? Which apparently is the theme of today's big secret. Mm -hmm, It certainly is, yes. (laughs) Okay, are you ready, Sam, to hear these submissions for a rapid round of reactions? RRR. Yeah, (laughs) RRR. Rapid random reaction. Oh, I was like, what? Where is she going well, with this? <laughs> Hardy, har, har. Let's do it. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, good one. <laughs> the first <Right>. one. This <laughs> Mouth to food, not food to mouth. So this person's partner leans into the plate of food rather than bringing a spoon up to their mouth. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Don't a lot of people do that with soup and ramen though? Oh, yeah, to avoid spillage. For everyone who's watched the show, everybody loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. The brother does this thing, <laughs> it's just so random, where he brings food up to his chin, taps on his chin first and then puts it taps in his mouth. It. Taps it. Wait, sweet. Okay, hold on. So he's got an open <laughs> spoon that is full with a bit of pumpkin soup. Mm-hmm. He lightly taps his chin. Maybe there's no contact. Maybe it's like close so- to. <laughs> Very random. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, next one. Yeah. We'll have to be somewhere and he just starts doing random shit that doesn't need to be done. Oh, oh this nah. is relatable. I feel like this is relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This next person says, lack of care and respect for belongings and things we work hard for. He is from money. I am not. Ugh, I hate oh, that that's one. That's tricky, isn't it? I wonder how long they've been together for. Yeah. And whether she wants to continue <laughs> into the future with this person. Yeah, she's like, hey, darling, um, I... What this vase today from the markets is like, hate it, smashes it against the wall. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. Okay. I'm also reading ahead for a lot of these and what's going through my mind is, are you sure you want to be with this person? Yeah. Okay. This next one is fine. Obsessive nail biter drives me bonkers. We can work through this. Yeah. No, yeah. that's fair. I am a bit gross. I pick the skin around uh. my nails. So I don't know why I need to say that on mic. I actually didn't need to share my own secret, but it's good to be open. <laughs> I, well, I yeah. actually used to bite my nails and then I just grew out of it. Like as a kid, oh. I used to write Did my you nails ever use stopped. that nail polish from the chemist oh. that was like, that it was like absolutely lemon. not called No Bite, but I'm just going to call it that. <laughs> no Bite. And it would, it would taste like. No crap. Bite. No Bite's better than whatever no. it actually is. Yeah. Are we ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Oh, only brushes his teeth once a day. No, 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 no. no. That's a no for me. Mm-hmm. I've got a question for you. How many times a day do you brush your teeth? Because some people in this office do it after every meal. I brush them three times a day. So when I wake up after breakfast, 
Sometimes if I'm out and going off to an event later on in the day, I'll brush it before then. Or just like not a half brush, but like not as vigorously as in the morning and Mm, at night. But I brush my teeth definitely more than twice a day. See, I think I'm in the minority here. I brush my teeth once in the morning, once at night. If I'm going somewhere yeah, like, special or important, I'll do an extra brush or like mm-hmm. a mouthwash. But I'm, a, yeah. I'm probably two a day. Justine, what about you? I, I'm like a two to three a day, but I also floss. Okay. I'm a yes. religious flosser. If my dentist is listening, I also floss. <laughs> I, also, I also have just recently started flossing at 27 years of oh, age. Good on you. That's, that's I've got to stop admitting embarrassing things. I might pick the skin, I floss. Okay, great. No, that's what this show is all about. Good, good one. <laughs> okay, this next person. Struggled to acknowledge white privilege slash white fragility. She says in brackets, I'm Asian. Oh, oh, that's fucked. Well, there's just no excuses for that. Come yeah. on. That is bad. And you should dump this man. This next one says, I feel bad saying this, but he's too physically affectionate. Oh, mm. this is like a mismatch no. of love languages, isn't it? I get that. It's, it's in the same way as like some people are uncomfortable with PDA. Maybe this person just feels that, but like in general, it's yeah. like, mm, get off me. I, I get that. Like sometimes you just want to be at Coles and you just, or you just want to be at the supermarket <laughs> and you just want to buy your spaghetti, but you don't need like to be spooned whilst yeah. you're doing it. Just know yeah. that I love you, but we don't have to be touching at all times. Yeah, we don't have to spoon over spaghetti. Yeah, good mm. one. I love this next one. Okay. Because it's a beautiful visual. Pixie's nose with his pinky finger. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's giving a princess drinking tea with her it's pinky off. It's giving classy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that is a classy act. <laughs> Relies on his mum for the smallest things. No. E.g. salad recipe. (laughs) Salad recipe, quite simply chop the iceberg, lettuce, chop the tomatoes, put them in a bowl, son. Also, just in general, I'm of the opinion that you can Google a lot of things. You don't even need to ask me as like a friend about tiny things that the internet can provide much better expertise on in like five seconds. Yeah. Just Google it. Use Google. Nah. His humour is so cringe, this next person says. See, that's a huge turnoff for me. Humour is Humor's huge. But you know what? At least the attempt of humour is great. The worst thing, in my humble opinion, is when people just aren't, they don't like humour at all. So you'll mm. tell a funny story or you'll say a joke and they're like, what? Some would call that bland. Some would call that <laughs> bland. Beige bland. Beige no, I, bland. I don't know how I would deal with this because humour is like my number one quality that I look for in a Absolutely. Person. This next one, oh, I feel this one. Can't read my mind. <laughs> Slay. So pretty much she's saying, I want more communication without having to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> that one's expecting a lot from your partner and I love it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is high. Okay. This final one reads, he tries to make me smell his farts in bed. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm like, is there an exception to this? No. Yeah. No. no. This is a big no. You can fart, but we don't need to be analysing the scent of said fart. We do not need to be doing no. that. Justine, it is my favourite time of the episode. It is time to hear today's secret. Thank you, Annabelle. Okay, Annabelle, Sam, I have your letters from this week's secret sharer. And this week's secret comes from listener Alice. I met Jack when I was 19. We always ran in the same social circles, but it was never anything more than friendly. I'd just come out of a long-term relationship and wasn't looking for anything serious. He was also six years older than me. But after a night out, we actually ended up going home together. It was nice, but I wasn't keen enough to call him the next day or anything. Five weeks later, I found out that I was pregnant. I was so nervous to tell him. This was a guy who was 25 and had slept with me once. What if he didn't believe me? 
What if he said it wasn't his? What if he wanted nothing to do with it at all? I eventually built up the courage to message him and ask him to go for a walk. I told him the news straight away. He was incredibly supportive from the moment I started talking. I know that sounds like the bare minimum, but I can't tell you how relieved I was. He never questioned me. He always trusted me. He told me whatever my choice was, he would support me in whatever way I needed. This is going well. Yes. I like this secret. Let's, let's <laughs> stop, yeah, it stop it there. Let's stop it. Oh, right what here. a good okay. episode. Okay. Yeah. Everyone close your letters. Um, <laughs> eventually, we decided not to keep the baby. It wasn't the right time and we didn't have the resources to look after a child in the way we wanted to. I think, though, that it was during all of those conversations that I actually sort of fell in love with him. Oh. He was so caring and he looked after me so well. He was already being a good partner before we were even a couple. We pursued a relationship after that. It was so easy and we found so much comfort in each other. I was so happy to have someone who loved me as me and who I loved back. He made my life so comfortable. I'd hear horror stories from friends in unhealthy or toxic relationships and I always thought, thank God mine's not like that. Oh no, I sense a turn. Uh, I sense a turn for the worst. (laughs) He had always told me that in every relationship he had been in, he had been cheated on. It was pretty clear. This was a complete non-negotiable for him. If I cheated, that would be it. I know where this is going. Continue. No chances. Where do you think it's going? I reckon she does cheat on him and she's like, and I still haven't told him because he says it's a non-negotiable and I am in love with this person. Annabelle, what do you think? I think that, but I feel like there's another element that makes it spicier. Yeah, well, this is a double-sided letter. There's (laughs) there's another element as well, isn't there? Okay. (laughs) He proposed to me at the end of 2021 and we got married pretty soon after. We went on our honeymoon and found ourselves in the ultimate love bubble. I feel like that was one of the happiest times of my life. Six days after we got home from our honeymoon, I was on his phone. We're always really open about our phones. He uses mine. I use his. I opened up his lock screen to send myself something and there it was. Six days after getting home from our honeymoon, he was texting a sex worker trying to set up a meeting. I'm angry. My stomach flipped and I felt numb. Baby. There's no good time to find out your partner is cheating on you. But this one felt especially confusing. Our sex life had literally never been better, nor had our relationship. I immediately texted him and told him what I had seen. I was so embarrassed, though, that I couldn't kick him out. I couldn't demand he stay with someone else because I didn't want anyone to know. I was so ashamed of myself. Who had I married? Just weeks before, I had stood in front of everyone I knew and loved and told them loudly that this was the best person I knew, that this was the person, the one who would look after me forever. Now, some five months later, we're working through it with a therapist, but I'm still angry. The therapy is a drainer on my energy and my bank account, and I resent that we're only here because of the decisions he made. We still haven't told a soul. (sighs) I feel angry too, Alice. I feel angry too, and this yeah. isn't even my secret, so I can't imagine what she would be feeling. Sam, yeah. what emotions are we feeling? What emotions are you feeling right now? I feel like an idiot for being like, and then she cheats. No, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel angry for her too. This is really, really frustrating, and I'm still like, still marinating in my brain. I feel really sad for her because when she met this person, clearly, like, he was definitely going to be part of this like beautiful fantasy for her. And the fact that they got married. I know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm still unpacking it. In it's my a brain. lot. You were saying let's let it marinate. I agree. Let's yeah. use this ad break time to let the secret marinate. Sam, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Let's do it.
Okay, Sam, we are back from break. If if you don't mind, I would like to work through this secret chronologically because a lot happened. As we know, when we were listening to that secret, we were gasping every time something big happened. The (laughs) the first big thing that happened was Alice finding out she was pregnant and telling Jack and we were like, oh, Jack, that's such a sweet response. What do we think about that? Because I actually think bare minimum response from him. I absolutely agree. Bare minimum, unfortunately. And also we're allowed to say, what a top-notch bloke, but... If he had responded in any other way, yeah, I would have been <laughs> in like, the bin, infuriated. Yeah, but alas, he responded beautifully, and the story moves on. The story moves on to them kind of eventually getting together. Yeah, and I feel like Justine. Correct me if I'm wrong, because mm. you spoke to this secret keeper and mm. you kind of know the full backstory. Mm. But I feel like maybe considering the highly emotional experience that getting an abortion can be for some people, that may have. I don't know, bonded Alice to this man in more intense ways. I think whenever you go through any tough thing in a relationship, whether Mm. that is like someone's losing a family member, you're going through the difficulties of working out whether you want to keep a pregnancy, like those are always going to be big life events. Yes. Yeah. I think it fast tracks connection, but Mm. connection over a situation, not connection as people. Mm. You're right. Because like when you're in a relationship, you encounter things in your life that kind of require you to lean on the other person in the relationship and that yeah. creates a bond over time but when yeah. that is all condensed into one yeah. event like getting pregnant and then getting an abortion it kind of does fast track like you say mm. Sam and it creates yeah. that, that trust between you two yeah. quite quickly. This could be a weird take but obviously they were together for five years. I feel like as well by connecting over something so deep and emotional at the start it might create this like false sense of security that they are more connected so that like a few years down the track it's like oh we know each other so 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 well it's like do you? actually or did you just bond really heavily at the start and then that creates this like kind of false like blanket security net I don't know the thing that also interested me was when he said no cheating like that's huge for me I I put a star here yes because we find out later that he did cheat I don't know what he was trying to get out of the whole I hate cheating was it like so that he could make sure she didn't do anything that he didn't want and kind of have that sense of ownership over her when he could do the exact act that he was saying was a no-go potentially or maybe this man just says all of the right things like I hope that his intentions were true but when she said that he responded so well to her saying that she was pregnant and then him being like cheating is a non-negotiable it's a non-negotiable it's like any partner wants to kind of hear that that's a very like lovely thing to hear your partner say like phew thank god I hope at that time when he said it he actually meant it yes and maybe yeah because one of the things going through my mind was again don't know a lot about the backstory of these two people but maybe Mm. he was going through some sort of like sex addiction and maybe that was like something that he felt shame about let's go back a little bit I want to take you back to the moment Alice finds this on his phone how would you be feeling if you were Alice? I'd be sad. It's also, it's like a shame comes with that as well because you go, I can say as well as a woman, if I saw something like that, I'd go, well, what am I not doing in the bedroom that's not enough? And it makes mm. you feel shame in your own body and, and in your own sexual power. And that would make me feel really crappy. I imagine that yeah. you'd also feel obviously lied to for the cheating, mm. but she was saying that their sex life was better than ever at this point. And I also feel like you would feel like he was maybe pretending I'm not sure like he was going behind Mm. your back with someone else because he was unfulfilled I don't know there'd be a lot of doubt running through my mind and also the fact they just got married they just had a honeymoon yes and people get married because they are proud of their relationship they are proud of how healthy their relationship is finding this on his phone would magnify the stab of his cheating so much because it was directly after the wedding 
it would have been like we just told all of our friends that we have a healthy relationship and you've proved us wrong here and that makes her wanting to keep it a secret or feeling shame about talking to people about it so much more understandable here's my question to both of you Mm -hmm. if you had to pick one over the other what do you think is more devastating finding out that he's texting someone that he knows or is texting someone like a sex worker or seeking out a service? My gut 100% goes to someone that he knows. That would be more heartbreaking for me because I think yeah. there's that like emotional element as well. They know yeah. them as a person and you would just yeah. – your mind would go to, well, he likes this person and that's yeah. more of a stab to the heart. Whereas I think if he was seeking out a sex worker, it could just be because he wants sex. Yeah. And it could stem back to another reason like, for example, like what I said before, a sex addiction. I don't know though, but it could be just for the act of sex rather than yep. having that emotional bond with someone. Mm. Yeah. There's Justin. a professionalism that comes yes, with hiring yes. a sex worker and also the consideration of, well – is he looking to explore something very specific that I don't have the skill to provide? That's exactly it. Yeah. Do you think that when you're seeking out a sex worker that this is a form of sexual exploration that is okay? Like, is, is that why it feels okay? How would you respond if you found this? I think if Alice and Jack weren't in a monogamous relationship, mm. I would think that this is fine yeah absolutely but because the boundary of no cheating in this relationship was set out from the get-go this just feels like a blatant that's it disrespect yeah if I was in a monogamous relationship and I saw this on my partner's phone six days after our honeymoon and I saw that he was texting someone he knew I would be devastated and be like what the hell are you doing but if I saw he was texting a sex worker I would obviously be devastated but I think my first statement would be do we need to have a chat like what's going on Mm. you know even if he had met someone at a club Mm. and hooked up with them and then like started talking to that person I think that would also be more devastating than if he went and asked for service from a sex worker I think Mm. it's just the element of knowing someone and getting to know them and kind of liking their personality I think that that gets me so they're in therapy Jack and Alice they're in therapy now they haven't told anyone in their lives about what's happened Which I totally understand, I think, because she's established that she does feel shame about this secret for multiple reasons, mainly because they just got married. Mm. I really respect the fact that they're working through it. Same. I guess the question, though, is that do you think that Alice should feel this pressure to work through all this privately? Because she talks about how she feels ashamed to tell anyone. Do you think that's the right way to feel? Does she say in the secret that she feels like she needs to talk to her friends about it? Because I just, I'm looking at the end of the secret. She just says she's angry. Maybe she feels this sense of like petty revenge. Like she feels annoyed that Jack has brought this onto their lives and kind of ruined it for all of them. If she feels like it would be helpful to talk to the people in her life about this, because sometimes it is cathartic to vent to people who know both of you it's one thing to talk to a therapist about it a third party that doesn't know you but I think sometimes it is helpful to talk to people who know the actual people yeah I also just wonder like are they seeing therapy as well because it is a sex addiction or is like is this an isolated incident I feel like I need more context but on on what based on what we've seen I feel sorry for her that she feels like she has to keep silent about it and that Mm. she probably has shame surrounding this situation it also sounds like in a lot of the secret that she had very much in a great way like put her relationship up on a pedestal and was like Mm. he was so good to me and understanding when I said that I didn't want to keep the baby and thank goodness that my relationship you know I hear horror stories from friends in unhealthy and toxic relationships and I always thought thank god mine's not like that all of that kind of dream has come crumbling down or that yeah it's so interesting that you say that I know there's already so much into this secret but there's actually more to it that I haven't shared with you yet there's another part to this secret 
that I would like to get your we thoughts We love it. On. We love extra info. Thank you, well, Justine. Sam. So I've just handed you both a piece of paper. <laughs> I just saw the heading in bold for our listeners at home, The Twist. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I think I wanted to get married because I wanted stability, but I've often wondered if I would have been just as excited to be engaged to someone else. Four years ago, while I was with Jack, I did meet someone else. He was a colleague at work and he was 20 years older than me. Let's call him Justin. He had a wife and kids, so it wasn't like he was ever an option. I always thought it was just a crush. About a year after he left my workplace, he asked me to catch up for coffee. When I sat down, he told me straight away that he had left his wife because he'd fallen in love with someone else. He looked me in the eye and told me that that someone else was me. Oh, that's juicy. Everyone's dream. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Okay. I was floored. Despite our age difference, this was a guy I had always had so much in common with. He was fun. He lit my fire. He was exciting. When we worked together, I could never shake the idea that we were better suited for each other. And now he was telling me I had a chance. Oh my gosh, I'm speechless. I know. But all I could think about was Jack. At this point in our relationship, we just bought a house together. We were planning for forever. He was my easy, comfortable option. He was the safe bet. So I told Justin I couldn't pursue anything with him. I chose Jack because I didn't want to take a risk. I chose a life of comfort and safety. I chose my head and not my heart. It's just that now my safe bet wasn't so safe. You might be wondering, why wouldn't I chase Justin now? Well, I haven't spoken to Justin in years and I'm pretty sure he has moved on. You might also be wondering, why are you staying with Jack then? Because life isn't a fairy tale. Sometimes you need to be realistic and I refuse to have a marriage that theoretically was shorter than Kim Kardashian's. (laughs) You don't pour that much time, energy and money into a wedding not to give it all a good crack. So I guess that's what I'm doing. That final sentence sounds, so this is my life now. (laughs) Yeah. I. Oh my God, that was a -a chock-a-block twist. I'm so thankful for that twist. But also this has added more confusion to the whole story. I do value her saying that she chose security over passion. I think it's a really interesting question that probably a lot of people have to weigh up in their minds at some point. Like go for the daring, exciting, passionate option or the one that makes you feel safe and secure. Well, here's a question right now on Mike. Head or heart? I'd go heart. Heart. So you'd go for the Justin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm reading this and I'm like, boring choice, but that's obviously, like, <laughs> no. Yeah. So just I would go hard. You'd go hard. I think if I had to pick one, I'd realistically go head, even though I hope I'd have some, I don't know, heart sprinkled in there. Head because I overthink everything. Sure. On the one hand, I'm all about Alice following her heart because I, I mean, I don't want to say YOLO, but we're put on this planet once, so, like, why not? But on the other hand, it seems potentially risky to go for a Justin when, you know, you don't know if he's moved on. You are in a relationship. You potentially could be working through it if you do want to, like, build up that security again. Because I kind of get what Alice is saying. Shit happens in life. And if she does go for a Justin, he could potentially fuck her over as well. Well, this is it. And I say hard as someone that, you know, flew interstate for a girl that I went on one date with. (laughs) (laughs) and got broken up within the country we met each other midway between Melbourne and Adelaide and then we broke up in the country and I was like it wasn't meant to be so I would say hard but I'm a fool I think (laughs) it's it's so difficult but I think that my flip question would be in this situation 
what decision are you going to regret more? Mm. Because like if you're faced with this wild, passionate prospect of love with someone you have a real connection with and you turn them down, are you going to spend your whole life wondering, could I have had that? So I think I would be able to better Mm. answer this question if I knew exactly why Jack went to seek out a sex worker. I want to know in those therapy sessions they've been having for the past five months, I want to know what they're talking about. What is it that they're working through? Was it just that he did this because he wanted to, because he was like, oh, I don't really fucking care about Alice. I'm going to do whatever I want. Or was he actually going through something mentally that they could work through as a couple and like they would be able to work through it more successfully if they were together as a two? Like, I don't know. I don't know whether I'm supposed to be feeling sorry for Jack here or whether he just fucked up because he's a shit bloke. I know. Mm. So the question that I'm hearing is like, is it something that is forgivable or understandable? Yes. Yeah, Thank you for it, clarifying my, my jumble. <laughs> no, or is it just shit? You put it great. Yeah. yeah. That is the real question. I think if he was just being a shit bloke, if I were Alice, I would regret it less trying to seek out Justin or just someone else. Like if Justin's in another relationship and she can't pursue him anymore, I would feel like it's less risky to break up with Jack and just try and like find happiness elsewhere. Yeah. But if Jack is genuinely going through something that he didn't have full control over, mm. I would regret it more if I left him. I have a final question for you both. Okay. Because we don't know why Jack did this. Mm-hmm. Is Alice correct in like that kind of final sentiment? You know, you put so much time and money and energy, not just into a wedding, but the whole relationship. Does that tie you to that relationship? No, no. I'm a big believer as well that people in life, it's like a rotating door. People come and go. Some people (laughs) stay for a while, others don't, and that's okay. I just would feel so trapped and I think personally I would feel sad. And, yeah, maybe I'd get my heart broken again if I went down the heart route over the head route. But I just would feel so trapped in being like, well, I don't want to break up the same way that Kim Kardashian broke up and I guess we'll just have to make it work and I'm making it work now and I'm seeing a therapist now. And that doesn't feel like love or happiness to me. I agree with you. I've reassessed what I said before. I actually think Alice doesn't even need to tell us what's going on with Jack. I think the tone of her voice here clearly displays that she is mad and she Mm. is unhappy here and she is a bit resentful. So that says to me that Jack was just kind of having sex with people or having sex with another person because he wanted to fuck around and wasn't being a very considerate husband. So to me, now I think the version of this story that would make her the happiest is if she left him. I know. Is if she pursued happiness somewhere else. There's got to be more of an anchor than just... We've put time and energy into this. I put time and energy into my target job for nine years and I hated every goddamn second of it. And you, then you decided, nope, I'm not staying here. And now look at yeah, you. Now nah. look at you. Working at Target, very different to this situation. But yeah. Sam, I think that is all we have time for for today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for just, having me. And Justine, thank you for clarifying my jumble of words oh, throughout Annabelle, this episode. A beauty, it was beautiful. Thanks As, for the second envelope. Yeah. <laughs> As always, everyone, Thank you for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, write us a letter and mail it to our PO box. You'll find all the details about where to send your letters in our show notes. Of course, if the old school mail system isn't your thing, feel free to email your secrets to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at everybodyhasasecretpod and on TikTok at everybodyhasasecret. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye.
This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Stylish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through. It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.